Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the show. This is the pre-show. Just for you guys waking up early with us, we appreciate you. It's Friday. January 5th. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for all the check-ins. If you ever want to call, be a part of the show or shoot us a text. We're here. 702-364-9400. Finally Friday. How you doing? Not bad. How was your, your we had a, a couple weeks off there for holiday break. How was your first week back getting into the routine of things? We came back on Tuesday after New Year's Day. How was your first week of 2024? It was pretty good. I mean, I have no complaints. It was, I kind of jumped right back into it full force, which uh, was kind of a, a shock to the system after being off for a couple <laughs> of weeks, but it was all good, and and uh, looking forward to the weekend. The My football team, the Denver Broncos, are coming into town playing this weekend, so we're going to go to the game. I'm looking forward to that. I haven't been to a, a game at Allegiant at all this season, and, and so, I of course, I have to go see my Broncos play with or without Russell Wilson. I don't know what's going on with the team, but I'm excited about that and getting together with some friends this weekend so it should be a good one how about you broncos eliminated from playoffs um i think there's like a one in 300 mathematical possibility if if this team loses and this team wins and they win i think there's like a slight possibility but it's not like there's some hope there's some hope going because the raiders are out so there's hope some hope for your broncos well if the raiders are out then the broncos are out so i I guess i haven't kept up with the latest because they were behind the raiders so then yeah then they must be completely out well it's gonna be fun that's good good for you yeah it doesn't mean anything but i think it'll be a fun time so how you doing good kind of the same thing was nice just kind of getting back into the the swing of things it was a really good first week back and looking forward to the weekend um laura's out of town she was supposed to go back home to see her family for a quick weekend trip before christmas but like everyone in her family was sick so she just postponed that christmas trip of hers to this weekend and she comes back tomorrow afternoon so i'm going to catch up with a buddy tomorrow and um Oh, the big thing is I, I have to get this new TV. Our TV, it, it kind of went on the, on the fritz during the, the Christmas break. There's this black like strobing light that just 
constantly blinks. And it's big. It's, it's a big, you can't miss this thing. It's like a dark cloud that's constantly blinking on our TV. And I thought we could get used to it, but, you know, you have to get a new TV. So that's my big project. Go TV shopping this weekend. Yeah, not a not a weekend off. There's things to do, people to see. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. And I'm going to do it, too. I still have this. I'm still driving this Jeep Gladiator, which I think will be turned in this weekend or first thing on Monday because our Lars car is getting wrapped up. But I want to go get the TV when I have, like, a truck. So I can put the TV in the back of the truck. Oh, and yeah. Get some stuff done when I'm still driving a uh, truck right now. That's the benefit of having something you can haul stuff in. The bad side is is you have friends who can't haul stuff, and then they always call you and like, hey, can we use your truck, or could you help us haul something? We'll give you beer and pizza. And it's like, is that really worth the time, beer and pizza? I mean, well, I've it offered be? it before. I don't know, money. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, taking the money and renting yourself a truck and yeah. uh, getting it done on your own? <laughs> I think that would be the best way to pay a friend back is, hey, I'll give you some cash if you do this for me, but I don't know. A friendship is a weird, is a funny thing. You'll do things for people and just because you love them, you know? Absolutely. I had, uh, remember I, I had that Ford Ranger. It was a small pickup truck that I had um, when I was working here and I had that for a couple of years. And as soon as I got that, I started to get the calls from buddies and stuff and who were moving to a different apartment or something. And, and it's just, it's something that comes with when you own a truck. You're going to get the calls from friends. Yeah, you got to expect that. So anyone looking to go buy a truck this weekend, just remember that you're probably going to get asked to do some chores. I don't know if that's going to sway you either way, but there you go. So, well, we're excited to be here this morning, ready to kick off the weekend on this finally Friday. Let's get the show started. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Zombie by the Cranberries? By Blues Traveler. Or do you want to hear Never Leave You by Lumidy? your choices you can put your vote in right now you can do that a couple of ways tweet us or go on x at mercedes in the am vote on our facebook page mercedes in the morning or text or call us right now at that number 702-364-9400 we'll count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 coming up next Mix 94.1. Here we go. You're going to want to hear this. Coming up next, more to come on the pre-show. Have you ever had an awkward encounter with a doctor? Steph just did. We're going to talk about it coming up next. But first, the votes are in and Zombie by the Cranberries is the pre-show you pick them. You choose the music. You pick it, we play it. It's Mercedes in the morning. Pre-show you pick them. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. I think going to the doctor can is, is always stressful just because you, you never know what they're going to tell you. You're, you might be embarrassed. Um, but then there's a whole new level of embarrassment, especially, I think, ladies, you feel me, when you go to the, the girl doctor, 
You're just in a very compromised position. But Steph, you had something very embarrassing happen. I did. These appointments are already awkward. I mean, they're kind of just you, you, get, you get on this robe and the robe is opens in the front. It just looks like the back and it's weird. But what happened yesterday at my annual woman's exam is uh, she's checking for pain. She's like, hey, you know, just want to make sure I'm going to apply some pressure down there. And if there's any pain, just let me know. So she's checking and everything's all well. But then she applies a pressure on my bladder. I'm like, and I jolt. She goes, are you okay? I'm like, uh, I got to go to the restroom. She goes, oh, okay. So immediately she's rushing. She's like, okay, so it looks like you're good. Let me know if you need anything. The restrooms, once you're dressed, you're going to go down to the hall, make a left. And... Thank you for holding it. That's how she ended our conversation. Thanks for holding it. I'm like, okay. So she's rushing out. I rush to put my clothes on. And I immediately, I'm walking down the hall. I'm power walking, go to the restroom. And I'm just like, oh my God, that was so awkward. Which means that there are people that didn't hold it. Which, that's why she was thanking you for it. (laughs) That's exactly probably what happened. But man, those things are just so invasive and weird. Yeah. Do you have to give uh, urine samples when you go to these things? Yep, usually. I mean, it, it... it just depends on what you're doing. Sometimes for the annual exam, you don't have to. But like if you're going in and they're they're trying to uh, they're trying to do like a, a just like a see if you have a bladder infection or a UTI or something like that, then you have to. Because for for, for guys, we do that a lot. And and I and, and the things have changed over the years. I'm very grateful for this because you go back maybe 10, 15 years ago, you would do that, and then you have to walk the sample to someone and hand it to them. What? Which is just always like odd. Like here you go, <laughs> it's warm. For the for those we usually put it like in a box exactly now right? now oh, they got okay. now they got the box or there's like a cabinet and they're like okay when you're done just put it in the cabinet in the in the um in the bathroom and then you open the cabinet there's like two other samples in there i'm like oh gosh yeah that's like <laughs> drink more water dude <laughs> you see how dark and light everyone's yeah, I'm like, oh, oh. I'm, I'm in a good spot based on <laughs> oh my that gosh. <laughs> it's like what what happened <laughs> uh yeah i think that just the girl doctor visits are always Always stressful, and I try so hard to go in there, just like no big deal. But I love my doctor, and he's been through it all with me. And he, you know, delivered both of my kids. It's uh, it's just so funny because I always go in like it's the first time. I make sure that you know I'm everything's lotioned up, and my legs are shaved, and I just want everything to look nice. And that's what that's why I cut myself recently because I had laser hair removal on my legs, so everything was fine. But I wanted to get any rogue hairs that I missed, and I just like was bleeding to death because I had an appointment. I just want to make sure I look nice. <laughs> you were prepping for your guy. It's Mix 94.1. This is Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the morning. Show number 1977. And now here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is Friday, finally Friday, um, January 5th. 2024, the first week of 2024. We are approaching the end of it. Hopefully it was a great one for you. And since it's show number 1977 from the year 1977, the top song was this one. You light up my life. You light up my life by Debbie Boone was the top song of 1977. Also, just speaking of music, the movie Saturday Night Fever launched the disco craze in 1977. The sight of John Travolta in a white suit, 
Uh, the, the iconic music from the Bee Gees. The soundtrack is mostly comprised of songs from the Bee Gees, and it became one of the best-selling albums of all times, released in 1977. Some other pop culture stuff, uh, as far as TV goes, there's some pop culture phrases that outlive the pop culture moments from which they come from. And this is exhibit A of that. The phrase jumping the shark. A lot of people use that term as, uh, you know, it's something that took a leap into being general and irrelevant. And that was that came from 1977 from the TV show Happy Days. The original shark jump was literal. It was uh, during an episode of season five of Happy Days when Fonzie water skied over a confined shark to prove how brave he was while he was wearing swim trunks and his leather jacket. They show they say that the show really jumped the shark at that moment. I remember hearing that term for the first time whenever and then going back at one point and watching that clip on YouTube. And that's the thing that still stands out. The fact that he still had his leather jacket on Mm -hmm. when he jumped the shark. They were like, okay, that's when the show became unbelievable (laughs) and it, it, it lost something. So that came from. From 1977. Also in 1977, the Atari 2600 was released. Big movies, Star Wars Episode for A New Hope came out. Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, the Son of Sam, the serial killer David Berkowitz, he was captured in 1977. Also, this is really interesting. In 1977, Argentina... They flew a pregnant woman to their military base in Antarctica so she could have the first baby ever to be born on the continent. So in doing that, the Argentine government thought that this would give them an undisputable claim on the land. Um, that claim's not recognized internationally. Oh. It, didn't, it didn't work out, but they sent a woman up there to have a baby. There's my one I want to research. I want to see where is that that person today, and they can they can claim that they were the first one born up there in 1977. What's you, that person doing today? You could also look this one up. Maureen Weston is her name. She uh, was in a rocking chair marathon, and she didn't sleep for 18 days and 17 hours. Impossible. No it, way. 18 days and 17 hours. She had to take Maureen cat naps. Weston, uh, they're saying that, that that has been confirmed, so look that up. Also, the people born in 1977, uh, Buddy Velastro, Buddy V, he was born in 1977. Chris Martin was born in 1977. Jason Aldean, John Mayer, Kerry Washington, Matt Balmer, Orlando Bloom, and Tom Tom Brady, all born in the year 1977. In my mindset, I always, too, you said the Atari came out in 77. For some reason, I always thought they came out like in the, in the early 80s, like 81 or so that thing came out. But it was a, a late 70s creation. That's crazy. Yeah, probably got more mainstream yeah. in the 80s, or maybe that's just when it was created. But yeah, so some. it, was, it sounds like it was a busy year in 1977. It certainly was. All good stuff right there. I love it. Now, uh, one of the biggest movies coming out this year, and especially this month, is Mean Girls. You're going to the advanced screen. Screening. We've got your tickets at 7.30, and those are yours when you conquer the Mercedes in the Morning Mega Minute. And up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? All right. We're going to talk about the Golden Globes. They're this weekend. We have a rundown, and we're going to talk about who's hosting. They were just asked to take the job two weeks ago. That and more coming up in What's Trending. Are you guys ready? All right. Let's check in on the hot 
Trending this morning. Award season kicks off this weekend with the 81st Ga- uh, Golden Globe Awards. Barbie dominates with 10 nods, making the movie the second most nominated in the history of the show, tying it with Cabaret. Oppenheimer was right behind with eight nominations. Now, the Golden Globes also honors the best of TV and HBO's Succession. That leads the pack for, with nine nominations, followed by FX's The Bear. And Hulu's Only Murders in the Building with five apiece. Comedian Joe Coy is going to be hosting after just being asked to host last month with just over two weeks to air. Like nobody wanted the job. And then they asked Joe Coy. He's like, yes, I'll do it. He says it's been a crash course in hosting. He's beyond excited saying, I want to make sure my job is done right. I want to make sure I'm funny. And this wasn't just a fluke. He said, I worked hard for this moment. And I know that my family's watching and my culture is watching. And there's a lot of kids that are going to be inspired by this. You can catch the Golden Globes on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus this Sunday at five o'clock. I'm gonna. I want to check it out now because I think there's some there's some big movies that'll bring some big star power, which is always fun. And then Joe Coy hosting for the first time, and he's always funny when he comes on this show. But if you look at other shows in the past, Tina Fey and everyone else, they've got months to write jokes and prepare a monologue and everything. Joe Coy is literally like like cramming for this show, and I know he's gonna do a great job. But I want to see what uh, what he comes up with on Sunday. Yeah, I, I'm. I just love him. If you have never seen his stand up, he is absolutely hilarious, and I think he's gonna do a great job. I I really feel like this is gonna kind of put him on another level. Mm-hmm. That this is the exposure he needs for. For more people to see how funny he is, because he is one of my favorite comedians, and uh, I'm really excited for him to be exposed to a bigger audience. He deserves it. He's going to do a great job. Just his delivery and jokes, too. When he calls the, this show, I'm laughing just when he says hello. Just his delivery and his timing is perfect, and he's going to crush it on Sunday. He's going to do such a great job. It's going to be so much fun. So, yeah, looking forward to that on Sunday. Also trending this morning is The Sphere. Who should follow you two? into the MSG sphere when their residency ends next month. Well, speculation is building, and Casino.org just asked Americans who they want to see there next among some of the potential rumored artists. We're hearing a lot of these rumors, but among those artists... Lady Gaga was number one, the number one answer for Sphere residency hopes, which would be like a homecoming, really, given her successful past Vegas residencies. She was followed by Beyonce and Coldplay. When asked what pop streamed artist or band fans would want to see, this is just stuff like you stream. Um Taylor Swift came out number one. Oh, yeah. I, I think she's a little busy. I don't know if she's going to be doing a residency. If she's going on a world tour. But um, then Taylor was followed by Lady Gaga and Bruno Mars. You know, CES is next week. I wonder if if companies would be using the sphere to do advertising outside of it or if anyone's doing anything with CES inside the sphere. It's all about technology next week. And we have one of the biggest technologically advanced um, venues in the world here in Las Vegas. So we should see what they do next week. Yeah, it's going to be, um, it, it, I, I would assume that, yeah, they're definitely going to have 
have people advertising on it. It's it's right up their alley, right? It's right there too. Okay, Adam, going back to that, out of that list, if you could pick one that, that you mentioned, who would be the one you'd want to see take over next? Um, just because I have never seen them in concert before, I would say Coldplay. I would really like to see Coldplay there, and I just think with Coldplay's visuals that they use in their concerts that I've seen online before, that would be that would be the perfect place for them. Did you or is it just Sophie just saw them last year? Yeah, she oh, saw Sophie, them. I thought yeah. some of your family saw. Okay, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I, who would? you want to see uh i think you know i've never seen beyonce i've never seen taylor swift so i think it'd be neat to see both either one of them inside the sphere because it's such an incredible venue yeah it's absolutely beautiful so that is trending this morning and then finally this morning starbucks is trending they have made a big move in the new year they've gone fully byoc that's bring your own cup and the coffee giants now letting customers fill up on their favorite beverage using their own reusable cup from home and not only at the counter, but also in the drive through line, if you use the mobile app, those who do that here in the U.S. and Canada are going to get 10 cents off of their order. While U.S. members of the Starbucks Rewards Program, you'll also get 25 bonus stars. The chain says it's the first national coffee retailer in America to offer this option for mobile ordering and at the drive through They previously allowed the reusable cups to be used in their stores only, but... Now you can bring your own cup. Is it like 7-Eleven, like Slurpee Day, where you can bring like the yes. biggest container and get that filled? Or is there a limit as to the size on Your that? big old jug you I take like, inside there. Here, fill her up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's trending. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Is this the Evanescence song that you told us earlier in the week that they don't like performing in concert? Is that My Immortal? Yes. Yeah, yeah. and that is definitely <laughs> the one. She says, Amy Lee says, it's just I, I don't, I'm not a fan of performing it. And when you say something over and over again, I mean, I guess I can kind of understand that. It's uh, 621. We were just talking in What's Trending about the Golden Globes being this weekend. And a lot of talk about that because... Taylor Swift is expected to attend the Golden Globes on Sunday, but Travis Kelsey will not be with her, even though the Chiefs are in L.A. They're playing at the, the L.A. Chargers, oh, but he's wow. got to concentrate on the game. So um, sources say he's going to be b- busy gearing up for the playoffs and not on the red carpet. Um, everyone is is talking about, though, how she's going to be there. And she's been nominated for the Glo- the Globe's Best Original Song four times but most recently, uh, last year, for her song Carolina on the movie where the crawdads sing. She's never won, but uh, her uh, her era's film earned more than $250 million in gross sales. So it's a good time to celebrate her. Well, you know, the Globes, just because of her being there, so many people started watching NFL games because of Taylor Swift, the potential of her being at a Chiefs game. I'm sure they're going to have a whole new audience on Sunday night just because her fans want to see what she's doing, want to see what she's wearing. They might not care about anything else that's happening, but they're going to be tuning just to see her. Yeah, well, I mean, and this could be her first Golden Globe um, in this, well, period, but it's this new category, the cinematic and box office achievement for the Eras Tour movie, so that would she would be creating history, too. I, I'm sure the Swifties would watch
watch no matter what. But you're right. Is there a celebrity that you follow no matter what? Like they're your Roman Empire. They're the celebrity that you are the biggest fan of. You always want to know what they're doing, what they're into. If they put something out, you buy it. If they um, are here, you go try to be a part of it. If they have a new product, you're like, yes, I'm going to get that. Who's your... Who's your celebrity that's like your Roman Empire? Ooh, you know, a lot of these car guys that I really admire, look up to, and fans of. Richard Rawlings. Um, I do buy a lot of his shirts when he puts them out. He just dropped a new shirt last week from his Gas Monkey Garage, and it should be arriving this weekend. Same with, like, Danny Coker and Counting Cars here in town. If they have appearances or something, I'll try to swing by and, and, and just get a glimpse of them. So I'm fans of those guys. What's it for you? Uh, I think that it would... I was going to say, like, I love Taylor, but my kids are more like the ones who want everything with Taylor on uh-huh. it. Um, for, for sure, it's got to be BTS. I mean, like, they have a docuseries out on uh, Disney Plus right now that I'm watching every two uh, or every week. Two episodes come out, and we always watch them as soon as they come out. Um, I know still, you know, they're all enlisted right now, but... Army still puts out content, which is great, and I consume it. I love it. It keeps it keeps the vision yeah. alive. It's Mix ninety four point one. Mix ninety four point one. It's Friday. Welcome to the show. Six thirty seven. Getting ready for the weekend, and it looks like you've got uh, some some relationships to repair. <laughs> yeah, I'm really looking for a second opportunity to make a first impression, which I know you can't do, but we've got new neighbors directly across the street from us, and they look like a really nice couple, young couple. They've, they've got a, a, a baby. I, I did notice that. But last week during break, I, I'm at the house, and when I'm lounging in the house, I don't wear sweatpants. I wear a pair of really old jeans. They're kind of baggy. There's like an actual hole in the crotch. Laura hates them, but they're very comfortable. So anyway, I'm at the house, and Laura sends me a message telling me there's some packages out front. Can I grab them? I'm like, sure. And so I open the front door and I start to pick up the packages. They're kind of scattered. I'm shirtless, just wearing these jeans. And I'm, as I'm bending over, picking up the packages, I, I can feel like my, my butt crack is exposed. That's just how loose the pants are. So package one, I pick up. Package two, I bend over, pick up. Package three, I bend over and pick up. And then I turn and there are my new neighbors standing at the end of their driveway. I don't know what they're doing. They're like looking at their house or something, but they're looking at me now. And it's like, oh, in my mind, I'm like, here's my first impression to them. Shirtless, bending over, picking up packages, exposing my butt crack to them if they were looking three times. And I thought about walking over to say hi to them, but I'm barefoot. Got these packages and they just saw that. So I'm like, hi, welcome to the neighborhood. And they kind of slowly put their hands up and waved. And then I quickly went inside and shut the front door. Well, that sounds like that's something right up your alley. I I felt like that would be a first impression you want to make. You love to go around shirtless, don't you? Shirtless, yes. (laughs) Butt crack, no. The exposed butt crack was the issue. The shirtless, hey, what's up? That's a common thing for me. But the butt crack part was the, if they're looking over and like, what is this guy doing? Do you think they could see your butt crack all the way from across the street? I don't, I mean. I doubt it. They were at the end of their driveway, and it's literally just across the street. So if they're looking over like, what's this guy doing? I don't know. Just in my mind, it wasn't a flattering first impression well and and did yeah it probably wasn't the best one but i also am a big believer in we care we think everyone notices everything about us when they actually don't care like nobody notices like have you ever been in a situation where like oh this outfit's stupid oh my gosh people are making fun of me and nobody cares so they probably didn't even notice that but i get what you're saying like it's just that's not how you wanted to meet your neighbors in my mindset i like to come home from from work where i'm dressed nice and get out of the car and like oh hey welcome to the neighbor nice to meet you i'm 
I'm JC, but instead, that's the version of me that they saw. Yeah, did you ever make a really bad first impression? Our, when we moved into our neighborhood the first time, one of our neighbors made a terrible first impression. She literally came over and started screaming at us. I'm like, wow, this is a great neighborhood that we just chose. Like, she was yelling at us because we cut down some trees in our backyard and her yard backed up to our yard and she was mad that we cut the trees. I'm like, I didn't deal with her. My husband actually did, but uh-huh. I was watching and he's like, lady, our backyard isn't for your enjoyment. It's the trees were in your yard. Yeah, they were in our yard. It's not like we went in her yard. Yes. Down. She's screaming at us. She's like, I don't want to look at your ugly pergola. Like we have like a pergola thing that was masked by the trees, but we cut the trees down. Now you can see it. I don't want to look at that. Who said you could cut down those trees? And she's screaming at him. He's, and he's being very nice. He's like, I'm really sorry that that you have to look at that. But um, we just we needed to get rid of these trees because the leaves were falling in the pool. And, and she's like, I don't care. You should have asked. <laughs> she was so mad. Have you made good since then? No. No. <laughs> hot, hot, hot. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Best Mattress. All right. So this morning, uh, the FDA, they're investigating the side effects of some diabetes and weight loss drugs that are not listed on the packaging. We're talking about medications like Ozempic that have become really popular as a tool for weight loss, but new reports about patients experiencing hair loss, depression, suicidal thoughts, and respiratory issues has the FDA concerned. Aspiration is also a concerning side effect being reported. Um, six Six products manufactured by Novo Nordisk uh, including Ozempic, are now being evaluated by the FDA. Eli Lilly, whose products are also being evaluated, released a statement on Thursday warning consumers against taking their drugs for cosmetic purposes. The FDA is looking at regulatory action that needs to be taken for these meds. I have a buddy that was on it. I saw him. This would have been December at the UNLV football game, and he had lost 30 pounds on it. But his side effects, he was nauseous all the time and super bad heartburn were the two things that he was dealing with. But in his mind, the weight loss was worse the being nauseous all the time and having bad heartburn. And and probably, I'm guessing, um, I don't know what his situation was before, but maybe the weight loss helped um, if he was diabetic or pre-diabetic, um, possibly. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he was. But yeah, I think, he, I think he was just straight up taking it for weight loss. Um, but I don't know, maybe it could have been. But yeah, those are the two symptoms he had going on at the time. Can you straight up take Ozempic? Like, doesn't it have to be off-label? Like, you can't go to your doctor and go... I want Ozempic for weight loss. Like they can only prescribe that technically if you are for diabetes. I'm asking. I don't know. Yeah, I neither know. do I. But yeah, maybe he knows. Yeah. Maybe he knows the guy. <laughs> I, I mean, so many people are taking it. So obviously, like people are able uh-huh. to get their hands on it. Um, also this morning, the Golden Bachelor wedding went off without a hitch and was as romantic as you can imagine. New Jersey native Teresa Niss tied the knot live. On ABC with Indiana's own Gary Turner last night, the pair opted to marry within weeks 
with Turner saying they don't have time to waste at their age. The ceremony was filled with family, friends, even other Golden Bachelor contestants with 50 Bachelor Nation attendees. Golden Bachelor contestant Susan Knowles officiated the ceremony and Turner and his daughters were bridesmaids. The two-hour Golden Wedding is slated to stream on Hulu, Disney Plus, and other platforms today in case you missed it. Well, hopefully it is true love. And if that's the case, that does make me happy. This this guy had suffered a lot. He lost his wife and he finally found true love or more love after that. So that does make me happy yeah. if it's real. I mean, I mean it, it, it's so easy for us to just sit back and say, you know, there's no way it's real. And plus being on TV, everyone wonders what's real and what's not real. I swear, I'm going to start watching um Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, just based on the clips I've been seeing all week. Oh, is this a new one? Is a whole new, no. No, it's not new. Um, does anyone watch religiously? Can you explain? Because all the clips I'm seeing show that this was probably the best five minutes of reality TV that have ever existed online. It's it's these these women, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, are screaming at each other. Why? Because one of their own, they found out, or one of the ladies found out, and she's like, I have receipts, I have screenshots, I have this. Found out that one of the girls in their group had a Finsta that was very well known. I can't remember what it, what the name of the Finsta was, but it's a very well known reality TV show uh, account. And she was trolling all the members of the show and she she was caught so at first she confronts her with it she's like it's not me and then she's like i've got screenshots i got that and then she finally admits it was her and oh my gosh the other ladies are like what it was so intriguing i've never watched an episode of real housewives of salt lake city in my life but now I want to go back and watch it because it was so intriguing. I didn't even know they had a, a Salt Lake City thing. Let's move on for a couple of seasons then for Salt Lake City. Like, I had no idea there was even a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah, I did. This sounds good. I, yeah, it was so good. If anyone watches it religiously or knows, can you call and explain 702-364-9400 or, or text us? But you got to just look up the clips from that one shot at the dinner table and... It was so uncomfortable. I loved it. That's why I was like, okay, I'm going to get back into this show. Sucked in that one. Yeah, you sold me on it. <laughs> Finally, this morning, um, everybody is talking about the new Calvin Klein underwear campaign with Jeremy Allen White. You know him from The Bear um, on FX. The campaign features him showcasing his classic white underwear, boxer briefs, and more. Uh, it's a pretty steamy series of photos, and the actor showing off his ripped body in the classics. There's also a video for the campaign that sees him racing through the streets of New York up to a rooftop where he shares sheds his clothes and flexes a lot. In case you were wondering, yes, people are celebrating this online campaign. Some people are even joking that they have to keep rewatching it for research, but uh, <laughs> he's in excellent shape. A lot of that is attributed to that wrestling movie that he's in. The Von Erichs. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, that just reminded me. I ran into someone yesterday. I was uh, getting my lashes. I was waiting to get my lashes done and I was sitting there and this girl comes out. She was the appointment before me. A really beautiful girl comes out and she looks at me. She goes, hi. Like I knew her. And I was like, uh oh, I don't know her. Uh -huh. And uh, and I was like, hi. And, and I, was, I was trying to think, I'm like, how do I know her? And she's like, are you Mercedes? And I was like, yes. So I was like, okay, phew, I don't know her. Um, and, and she's like, I know JC. And 
I'm like, oh, cool. Um, what's her name? And she told me her name was Jennifer, I believe. And she, her father is a well-known wrestler. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, Jenny Santana. Santana. Yeah, yeah, Tito Tito Santana. Tito Santana. Yeah, Jenny's awesome. Yes, yes. yes. She was really, really nice. Yeah, she's super sweet. She told me to tell you hi, but I was like, oh my gosh, how cool. She's like, my dad's a wrestler. His name is, and it just escaped me until you said it. Tito Tito Santana. Santana. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, oh my gosh, how cool is that? So yes, I ran into her yesterday. She told me to tell you hello. Well, if you see Jenny Santana again, (laughs) tell her I said hi as well. (laughs) Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Mercedes in the morning, 701. I have a soft space in my heart for R&B music. I love R&B music, uh, especially like when I was growing up. I listened to a lot of of hip hop and R&B and Rolling Stone says they have determined the top R&B songs. Is this of all time? Yeah, uh, 21st century. 21st of the 21st century. century. Okay, all right. I've got the top five here. I'm going to give you the top five. I'm going to start with number five, then you tell me if five is better than four, if four is better than three. I, I want you to judge their top five, okay? Okay. So number five, they have Mariah Carey, We Belong Together. Come back, baby, please, cause we belong together. Awesome, Great song. Awesome song. Is Mariah Carey... Better than Mary J. Blige. I just feel like Mary J. Blige has got the edge on that one. It's it's really it's really close, but I I feel like I have to go with Mary J. Blige on that one. All right, they have her at number four. So is Mary J. Blige better than Beyonce and Dangerously in Love too? Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be the one to make the beehive mad. So I'm gonna say in my. Oh, I'm gonna say Mary J. Blige. Oh, you go. I'm sorry. Okay. Don't get mad. Beehive. No. I love that song, but I just I I feel like 
Mary J is kind of like the queen of R&B. So they had uh, Beyonce at number three. So is Mary J. Blige and Be Without You, is it better than D'Angelo? Because this is number two. The video. Everybody remember that video? Steph, you remember that video. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We remember that video. Hello. Uh... You know what? I'll go with D'Angelo. Okay. <laughs> All right. So they have D'Angelo at number yeah. two. Yeah, that was a that was a great song, great video. <laughs> Is D'Angelo, how does it feel? Which they have number two as the, the greatest R and B song of the twenty first century. Is it better than the number one song, which they have Usher in Confessions Part Two? Yeah, I I don't like these lists because they're so subjective. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is a team of contributors and they're all putting their votes in and they rank it and it's like it's all personal preference because yes this is a great song do i think it's better than d'angelo uh maybe but do i think it's the i i feel like i know this was a list of the top 100 and maybe there's some on there that um i list i like but i feel like they missed they missed a big one a couple of big ones actually um Keith Sweat, I think, has one of the best R&B songs of all time with his song Twisted. I think that is one of the greatest R&B songs of all time. This one here? Yes! Now, two, this was this was a huge song when I was growing up listening to it with my friends and so I have really like fond memories of listening to this song and that has a lot to do with it too but what is what do you think is one of the greatest R&B songs of all time 702-364-9400 there's another one um, and I don't know if we have it do you remember the song by Jagged Edge called Let's Get Married Steph is looking for it right now. I think that is need to hear such it. a great R&B song. It was, it's just, and so many people like will use it for, for their like weddings or whatever, but what a great song, Jagged Edge, Let's Get Married. So I'm, when I'm thinking of this, I'm going 21st century. So I'm going 2000 to t- today. And this was a Janet Jackson song from the early 2000s. And I just really love this song. It was huge on the radio. <laughs> Offer You. I think it came out in 2001. Because I remember I was in D.C., Washington, D.C., and the song was all over the place. Yeah, and there's very much a pop element to this one. There is, yeah. Yeah, it's very poppy, but it's a great song nonetheless. Oh, is this your Jagged Edge? Yes! Remix. Do you remember this one? It kind of sounds familiar. Was this late 90s, 2000s? No, I think this was in the 2000s. Yeah, yeah well, I'm trying to remember. Uh, this one was, I don't know. I, I, I'm i picking my personal favorites. What it's do you guys song. think? I, I am a fan. Steph, what do you think? I, I also love Let's Get Married. I also think that they missed a huge opportunity with Lauren Hill with doo-wop. That thing. Oh, that's got to be on the list somewhere. Was that in the I hundreds? checked in the hundreds. I couldn't find it. No. When did it come out, though? It came out in 98. Well, we're talking about 21st century. Again, so 2000. That's, that's why. why. Yeah, that's why we're missing that's these why things. why we're missing yeah. it by uh-huh. a couple years. Yep. Darn it. Jagged Edge, I'm pretty sure, was in the 2000s on that one. So it should be. It said 1999. Yeah. Let's get married. Oh, my gosh. By a what couple months. Oh. <laughs> Darn it. We're getting some texts here. Uh, 
anything by 112. Yeah, I guess that wouldn't be considered because I think 112 was um, in the late 90s yeah. also. Mm-hmm. Uh, all my life, Casey and JoJo considered R&B. Yes, absolutely. But I also think that one goes into the late 90s. There's just so much good R&B from the late 90s. That's what they did 21st century because they knew that the stuff from the 90s would completely dominate the charts. Yeah, absolutely. It's Mix 94.1. This is Mercedes in the Morning. Now back to Mercedes in the Morning. On Mix 94.1. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I just want everyone to know that they're going to go see that advanced screening of The Mean Girls, the new movie that's coming out, because those tickets are yours when you conquer the Mega Minute, which is coming up here in less than 10 minutes. You guys, I'm nervous about Sunday. I don't know why I get like this. Anytime I go to a game where I'm part of the away crowd, quote unquote, I get nervous. I'm going to the Broncos Raiders game on Sunday, and I'm a Broncos fan. I, I'm a I'm a lifelong Broncos fan. I, I there's this there's this girl I know, and every time I see her at a Raiders game, and look, I'm a Las Vegas supporter, so I'll go to a Raiders game. I don't necessarily like wear Raiders gear because I'm not a Raiders fan, but I support Las Vegas in the city. But when it comes to Denver, that's my team. Yeah. And every time, every year when they play. And I see her, well, the last two years at least, um, she is always like, you need to just become a Raiders fan. And I was like, yeah, but I'm a lifelong Broncos fan. Well, you need to stop. It's like she just says it like it's just something you stop doing, (laughs) you know? It's like you need to stop loving someone. I mean, that's been your partner your entire life. That's your team. You can't just stop like that. I know. And I'm like, well, you know, I I come to the Raiders games when they're not playing the Broncos and I'll wear like a black shirt. I don't own Raiders gear. (laughs) Generic black. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I don't own Raiders gear because I'm not a super fan. But um, I will say I've been an away uh, fan at a couple of different venues. And I know some people may find this hard to believe, but the nicest people have always been the Raiders fans to to me. 2.0. Raiders fans 2.0. Don't 2.0, you think? 2.0. Raiders yes. fans here in Las Vegas. <laughs> something when the Raiders moved to Las Vegas, something I think changed about that fan base. Raiders and fans in Oakland? I don't know about that. I've heard stories. And I've never I've never experienced that. Have you ever been the away team somewhere else and how were you treated? Was it a good experience or was bad experience? I want to know, like, where's the best place to be an away team uh, fan and the worst? 702-364-9400. Here's the irony in all of it. It's the worst place I've ever been an away fan. The absolute worst is in my home state of Colorado. What? <laughs> when I went to a uh, Colorado Avalanche game as a Vegas Golden Knights fan, oh. it was awful i wanted to cry they were so mean they were say they were saying like horrible things to us and i'm just i was like on the verge of tears and my husband's like you just gotta let it slide you did they're just giving us a hard time i'm like no they're just being blatantly mean as i get popcorn thrown at my head like they were throwing (laughs) stuff at us i'm like this is where i am from i was born and raised in this state and these are the worst fans i've ever experienced in my life the colorado avalanche fans they were awful you look at the guy next to you frank i sat at a nuggets game with you i went to high school with you why are you doing this to me go back to vegas i'm from here Uh, have you ever experienced an 
away uh, game situation, and how were the the home team fans for you? For me, I, I've only been to one Dallas Cowboys game, and a lifelong Cowboys fan. It was a preseason game. This would have been 2009, I want to say, because Tony Romo was still the quarterback, and I was so excited for our weekend trip to San Diego and see the Cowboys take on the San Diego Chargers in a preseason game. I had my Cowboys stuff on. We get to the stadium. We're sitting way up high. And oh my gosh, Steph, the taunting, your, your Chargers defense, Romo sucks. <laughs> Go back to Dallas. Was I'm this... from Vegas, not from Dallas. Get out of here. Was this back when it was at Qualcomm Stadium? Yes. And it was all the way at the top? Oh my gosh, yeah. The, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the fans at the top, they're a little bit ruthless, but if you go down a little bit more towards the field, I think you'll get more They're luck. nicer. Yeah. <laughs> Romo threw an interception, and get one guy's like, Romo being Romo. I'm like, dude, they well, it's preseason. Well, now he's just spewing facts. I mean, Romo was being <laughs> Romo. Jen, hey, good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you guys? Uh, we are great. When were you an away fan, and how were the fans in, in the home stadium? Okay, so I actually uh, moved to Vegas 12 years ago and from Texas, and I'm a Dallas Stars fan, huge, through and through. Um, but whenever they play Vegas, I go to every game. And um, I always wear my Stars gear and all that, but I always cheer for the Knights, too. People look at me funny, but it's I just explain it, and they're like, oh, that's awesome, and I just get so excited. It's just amazing. So like, the, the, here, the here, UGK here, fans here, are nice to you. So great. They're they're nice. The VGK fans are nice to you. Oh yeah, they are. And I mean, because I'm a fan too. Yeah. Like I'm a, I love Vegas. Like I was so excited they got a hockey team. It's amazing. I just I don't know. It's just the energy is there. It's great. I don't know. When, I just, whenever we see um, away fans at the Golden Knights games, like I when, initially I'm like, oh boy, but I'm always nice to them. Yeah. Like, Where are you from? And a lot of people will live here. Same thing with like me being a Broncos fan living here. They grew up with hockey mm-hmm. in their hometown and that's their team and they still support them. And I don't, I don't fault them for that whatsoever. Thank you so much, Jen. Let's talk to Jason. Jason, when were you uh, the away team fan? Last month, I went to Chicago to see my Lions play, and all the fans were fantastic. Really? I didn't expect that from Chicago. Is it because they're doing so poorly? <laughs> uh, they beat us, so I can't say anything. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, J- Jason, I do have to ask. You know, I'm a Cowboys fan. The Cowboys-Lions game, a rather controversial finish. How did you feel after that game last week? Cried myself to sleep. Oh, he was an ineligible receiver. I saw, but it looked like he did report. I have such it controversy. It looked like he did report. Such controversy. I'm with you, Jason. I'm I, man. That was a, plus any reason to root against the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Mercedes is throwing popcorn at me right now. What are you doing to me? Get out of here, Robo being Robo. Uh, uh, uh. Are you ready? It's time for Mercedes in the Morning's Mega Minute. All right, we have our contestant on the phone. It is Courtney. Good morning, Courtney. Good morning. We have four tickets for you to check out the advanced screening of Mean Girls at AMC Town Square. If you can conquer the Mega Minute. Are you ready to do this? I think so. Okay. All right, Courtney, you'll have 60 seconds to answer 10 questions correctly. If you get a question wrong or pass on a question, we'll come back to that question at the end. The game starts now. What is the orange part of an egg called? The yolk. Yes. How many letters are in the English alphabet? 
26. Yes. Which is faster, light or sound? Sound. Incorrect. Where do polar bears live? Antarctica. Uh, judges, yes. Yes. Uh, how many hours are there in a day? 24. Yes. What is the capital of Mexico? Mexico City. Yes. What grew, girl group is known for their songs Wannabe and Spice Up Your Life? Spice Girls. Yes. What planet is known as the Red Planet? Mars. Yes. What TV show starred Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen as Michelle Tanner? Full House. Yes. Which family member do we not talk about in the Disney movie Encanto? Bruno. Yes. Which is faster, light or sound? Light. Yes! yes! You got it! <laughs> Courtney, you conquered the Mega Minute! Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. I'm shaking and sweating. Woo! The first winner of 2024. You got it. And you had time to spare, Courtney, too, by the way. You had like eight seconds left on the clock when you got got the final one right. I was actually glad of all the questions you got wrong. It was one where it was an A or B answer. So I knew when we came back, you would get it right. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Courtney. You're all set with your, your tickets. It's the advanced screening of Mean Girls. It's happening next week. So congratulations. And next hour, we do have the Oh Wow Wheel, the first spin of 2024. It's Mix 94.1. Hot, hot, hot. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Best Mattress. Have you ever been on a flight where there was an unruly passenger? I mean, not to the extent where someone had to take action. No. Someone had like a, you know their headphones were too loud, or maybe watching a movie without headphones, but nothing where someone's causing chaos. Thank the Lord. Yeah, thankfully I haven't either. But an American Airlines site had to be uh, diverted. It, it was from Dallas to Bozeman, Montana. It had to stop in Amarillo because of an unruly passenger, and uh, it was a guy from Vegas. Actually, his name was Keith. Fag- Fagiana, and he was allegedly drunk. He punched a male flight attendant multiple times, spit on passengers before the plane landed in the panhandle. He was tackled by passengers. He's now charged with interfering with a flight crew. That no-flight list is just getting longer and longer (laughs) by the day. You automatically get put on the no-flight list, right? I would hope so. I hope Keith is on that list. One would hope so. You want this guy acting up again, doing something on the flight? Just sit down. Let's always get to our destination safely. Be acting up like that. Just with everyone getting set off, I just keep thinking about that judge story and the guy who just... You know, flying squirreled into her behind the the um, desk, and it just blows my mind that he was literally ten seconds before saying how he had learned so much on probation and he's wanting to be a good person, and he doesn't overreact. And da da da. She was like, "Oh, I don't know about that." But like people who just lose it. Have you ever lost? Not to that extent, of course. But have you ever just like lost it in public and you look back and like, oh, my gosh, what was I thinking? I, I, I can't imagine it getting to that level. The, the level of attacking someone. Yeah, that's I mean, that's it. it that guy's got issues, serious issues. And he's, he's going to be paying the price for it for years to come, yeah. as he should. I'm trying to think what was my biggest public meltdown. 
I, okay, I remember one. I got to call out call out Laura on this one. We were um, we were going to Hawaii for Thanksgiving, and she had just broken her ankle. So her, her mindset was in a bad spot. And flying to Hawaii with a broken ankle and crutches, and both of our mindsets were just in a bad spot. And she really wanted a Jeep Wrangler convertible to cruise uh, Maui and be awesome. And so we get there, and all they have is hard tops. And we go out to get to get the Wrangler, and the guy's like, here it is. And Laura's like, it's a hard top. And he's like, yeah. She's like, we wanted a soft top. He's like, that's all we got is hard tops. I'm sorry. And she looks at me, and she throws down her crutches, like, ah! throws down her crutches and, like, hobbles into the Jeep. And so I got to pick up the crutches. And it was this, it was this bonding moment connection because the rental car guy, I remember, we made eye contact, and he's like, I feel you, bro. Like, I've been there before I have my girl meltdown. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, lo- I love how I asked you for your biggest public meltdown and you throw your wife under the bus. You don't say yours. You you throw your poor wife under the bus. That's amazing. My bu- biggest public meltdown was my wife. Because <laughs> I just remember throwing her crutches down and me having to pick them up and making eye contact with the guy. And oh, my god! I felt like he's been there before. He's like, man, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, man, I know. Hopefully things will turn around. I'm glad she's out of town so she couldn't hear exactly. this. Exactly. <laughs> She's in Pennsylvania. No one tell her. Um, also this morning, there are ways to permanently change your eye color these days. However, there's some major side effects that come with it. Experts from the American Academy of Ophthalmology and um, a bunch of other groups are discouraging people from doing this. Uh, as you can risk infection, even changes to your vision. Eye color changers, they have three options. I didn't even know you could do this. Um, There's corneal tattooing, which can cause light sensitivity, inflammation, infection, scarring. There's laser depigmentation, and there's iris implant surgery. So they're saying that more and more people are getting this done. Um, And... If you're, you know, if this is something you're considering, you may want to reconsider it or, or invest in a nice pair of colored contacts. But yeah. It's becoming a bigger thing. And finally, doctors are like, just so you know, this is this is not a good thing. It doesn't sound like a good thing. I wouldn't do anything. I would never mess with my eyes like that. That's it. It just sounds like it's going to be trouble. Yeah. Pigmentation changing and stuff. It doesn't sound good. I, I have a friend who wears colored contacts and. I love it because she changes them up all the time and it's always like a game. I'm like, well, I wonder what color her eyes are going to be this time. And so she wears these, these, they're almost like purple. They're, they're bluish, but they kind of look purple. And I always feel like she looks like some sort of a vampire whenever she wears the purple ones. That stuff is cool because you can take it out at the end of the day. Absolutely. It's not permanent. Did she do like one red one and one green one no, for Christmas? No, she always wears the same two colors, but I don't know. It's kind of become her thing. I look forward to seeing her just, and you can never say that I don't make eye contact with her because I always want to see. <laughs> That's guaranteed eye contact. Um, finally, this morning, if you are single and you're tired of swiping through online dating profiles, and the catfishing and the ghosting that happens with it. You're not the only one. In fact, dating app burnout happens to so many people. They say this Sunday is the busiest day of the year for dating apps. And if you're ready to find a new way to meet people, this may be it. The new trend um, has dating daters deleting apps like Tinder and Bumble and creating a resume of sorts in a shared doc 
that's posted publicly on the Date Me directory. It's like a database of all these docs that are easily searchable for potential matches to read. And then they can reach out to those that are interested they're interested in on social media. So the date me docs are, are long form. They're, they're earnest dating profiles for serious romantic partners. You include your age, your gender, what you're looking for, uh, any deal breakers, any icks, <laughs> anything like that. And they say that this is actually a, a lot of people are finding love on this date me directory, the directory estimates that its users are 70% male, 30% uh, female. And uh, they say that some women have shared their doc on the directory, then later made it private after the response became too much because so many men are on there, like hitting, hitting women up on there. So, okay. Someone that finds love on a dating app, they'll say, oh, I found my love on a dating app. Where would you say you found your love? So then for me, uh, oh, I found my love through an internship because Laura was my intern when we started dating. So where did you find your love? How would you finish that sentence? I found my love through? I guess just the radio. It, it was because of my job that we met. So that's how you found love, through through radio. Yeah. Steph, how did you officially find love? I, I found love through a dance team, joining a dance team. I like the variety. <laughs> internship, radio station, dance team. Dance team. You like, like that. If apps don't work, that's the avenue you go. There you go. There you go. Now, coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour, we're spinning the Oh Wow Wheel right around 8.15. It's the first spin of the new year. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. It is almost eight o'clock here. Finally, Friday. Uh, what were you just saying about the job? Oh, we were talking uh, on the show yesterday and, and still today about the judge. Uh, she was attacked. The, the guy that just cleared the bench and went at her. And just It was a horrible situation. But the, uh, the courtroom clerk that was sitting, if you're looking at the judge to the right, how he stepped in immediately. He was one of the first people to rip that guy off the judge and help restrain him. Well, other people kind of stood around, too. It was just madness yesterday. I saw this article last night talking about how there were people that were venting how their jobs are inaccurately portrayed in TVs and movies. And the law clerk, the, the courtroom clerk, that was one of them. 
What was the what was the discrepancy? I gotta pull it up now. Here we go. Uh, okay, so they say courtroom clerks say not to be confused with the court repor- uh, reporter who takes down every word said in a hearing. I do everything else. Official minutes, uh, process warrants, catalog, take care of exhibits. I also swear in witnesses. I'm basically the judge's right-hand person, as we saw that. But often in TV shows and movies, that person is not there. It's the person taking like the uh, the, the notes, the person that, well, on the typewriter typing things in. I uh, I think that everyone kind of feels that way. Don't you? In, in your job, if, if, even if your job is not a job that's portrayed on television or in movies, do you ever feel like people think it's something that it's not maybe they think it's more glamorous than it's than it really is maybe they think it's more it's easier the thing that always gets me is like people will say well you're done at 10 o'clock so your job that that must be nice you're just uh, you just go and you talk for four hours and then you're done and i'm like oh my gosh like and and i don't want to make them feel bad but in my mind, I'm like, no, I'm not done. I, I you know, I, I'm still here for a while working on stuff that that doesn't even include the two to three hours of work I do the night before to get ready for the show the next day and stuff. So I try to take it as a compliment that I'm making it look easy. Yes. And and but really, I'm just like, no, I don't leave at 10, 10 one. I'm out the door. Although we have worked with people who are like that. Nine fifty. We still have one more break. <laughs> Wait, why are you leaving? It's we're not done with the show yet. Yeah. What is it if your profession and how are things uh, misportrayed in TV shows or movies? There was a commercial airing and maybe it still is. I just thought it was funny. And it, it's a woman recording the commercial and. And she stops the recording to talk to the audio engineer about something. And she's like, you hear her talking. She's like, hold on one second. Uh, is the audio engineer back there? And he's like, yeah, what's up? And I forget what she was talking about. It tied into the commercial. I just think that's funny that people think we have audio engineers to record our commercials. If you hear any commercial on the radio station with Mercedes voice or my voice or anyone's voice, we're writing those commercials ourselves. We're recording those commercials ourselves. We're editing those commercials ourselves, putting them into the That's system. That's what we're doing after 10 o'clock. Yeah, there's no, there's no audio engineer. <laughs> we're that not we, leaving. <laughs> we're just not recording something and having an audio engineer produce everything. That's not how it works. What is your What is your misconception about your job? What's the real story behind it? What do people think? Uh, 702-364-9400. Um, some people are talking about the, the whole courtroom thing. Did you see that courtroom? spoof that someone made based on that based on yeah no. it's going around it's actually really funny where the guy's just standing there and not doing anything and it's i i mean i hate making fun of such a serious situation but the spoof was actually well made let's talk to julie who's on the phone julie what do you do and what's the misconception about your job um i'm a teacher and always in the movies they portray when a teacher just walks out of the room and leaves students by themselves Oh yeah, do you trust do you trust your kids to do that or what do you do? Right. I was like, what well, what are the students doing right now? The teacher just walked out of the room to go make Google eyes with somebody in the hallway that they're in love with. Is there if you're in that situation, do you pick like the best student to keep an eye on things or do you just not go? Yeah, you just don't go. <laughs> Not a thing that teachers do, ever. <laughs> but the Mercedes just triggered something, and maybe you had this as a kid, too, Julie. I remember that Mercedes where the teacher would step out of the classroom as a kid for a quick second, and she would assign someone to kind of watch over things, and they never asked me to watch. 
surprise surprise (laughs) surprise surprise they come back in it's like madness yeah thanks julie let's talk to kim kim what are you doing what do uh tv and the movies get wrong i am a marriage and family therapist and yeah we don't ask our clients on dates we don't sleep with them all the things that they put on tv it drives me nuts yeah that that is tricky because i i wonder i've never gone to see a a therapist but i've always wondered like on the movies when you see someone fall in love with their therapist does that does that really happen you're saying no that's all fantasy well i mean that that could happen but that doesn't necessarily mean that we date them right right but you would know them better than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really know that person. We're spinning the all wow wheel for the first time in 2024. All new categories. Do you have your song ready to go, Mercedes? Yes, we are ready to go. We're excited. Three songs that will make you say, oh, wow. Which one will play? We spin the oh, wow wheel coming up next. Getting- hey, are you ready? Now. now. It's time for Mercedes in the Morning's Oh, Wow Wheel on Mix 94.1. Hey, Doreen, how are you? Good. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, for being a part of our show. You are a guest vetoer for the Oh Wow Wheel today. We're spinning it for the first time this year. One of us will play a song that makes you say, oh, wow. You just have to decide if you want to give it a veto on whoever it lands on or if you want to go ahead and let it play. The wheel has been spun. We've got all new categories today, and it is landed on... You see it? Oh, let me yeah. See it. What is that? It's it's like right in between. Look, Uh-oh. it literally stopped on a peg. It literally stopped on a peg. Oh, no, it's here. It's, uh, it's uh, you. it again. It's Mercedes. It's me. Oh, I guess it. Oh, it, okay. I guess I couldn't see it right. It's me. Yeah. Yay! Okay. Hey. All right. Hey. If you give me the veto, and, and it's okay, Doreen, no hard feelings. <laughs> this is totally up <laughs> okay. to you. If you give me the veto, it's going to move over to Steph's song, okay? Okay. Okay. So my category today was inspired by a topic of conversation on the show. We were talking about um, Rolling Stone's new list of the best R&B songs of all time. And I said that they they had a big misstep when they skipped this song. I chose the song Let's Get Married by Jagged Aww. Edge. This is the song I picked. Now, Doreen, it's up to you. Does it play <laughs> or do you want to give it the veto? I want to give it the veto. Oh, oh no. Veto to start off the new year. No oh, worries. Wow. No worries. Doreen, it's all good, and I we appreciate you being a part of the show. So that means it moves over to you, Steph. What is your category, and what is your song? My category, because a lot of people are doing dry January, so I chose a song about alcohol. <laughs> and this is Fireball by Pitbull. It is on the OI wheel. This worldwide's an infinity. <laughs> you know the roof on fire. We go boogie, hoogie, hoogie, jiggle, wiggle, and dance <laughs> like the roof on fire. We go drink drinks and take shots until we fall. I'm a fireball. What was the category? Songs about alcohol is Steph's category? Yes, songs about alcohol. <laughs> to kick off 2024 in dry January, we've got a Fireball <laughs> by Pitbull. It played because I got the veto. My category was best, just an R&B song. I picked Let's Get Married by Jagged Edge. That got the veto. JC, you weren't in it, but what was your uh, category and song? So the
the category is in honor of the new year, 2024. I, uh, my category is a song from a year that ends in the number four. And I went back to the year 1984 and went with this song from Prince. Dove's Cry. There you go. Three great songs to kick off 2024. We do it every Friday for the Oh Wow Wheel. I'd li- and, and you may hear some of those songs coming up next hour because we're going to take it back again with uh, the Friday Rewind where we play your favorite songs from the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s. And you can get your early requests in right now if you'd like. We love to hear from you. 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up. With Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. All right, let's do this. We've got a contestant on the phone. It is Shannon with her nine-year-old, Brooklyn. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Are you guys ready to play Heads Up? Yes. All right. I love when people tag team. There's no rule that says you can't have someone help out in the car. So Shannon and Brooklyn are going to go for this. The VIP four pack of tickets to the Bridal Spectacular. Guys, your your uh, category is Dua Lipa. Okay. Pop. Okay. Pop music chart day was yesterday. So these are all famous pop artists. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? You, Mercedes. Okay, let's do it. Thanks, Brooklyn. (laughs) Brooklyn and Shannon, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You win. You start now. She sings Anti-Hero. She's on her Eras tour. Yes, she sings Poker Face. She sings um, Lady Gaga. Yes, yes. She sings Vampire. Her album is called Guts. Olivia Rodrigo. Yes. Um, he used to date Camila Cabello. Um, he's a singer. John Mendes. Yes. He sings um, Purple Rain when doves cry. Prince. Yes. She sings We Belong Together. Also, All I Want for Christmas is You. Mariah Carey. Mariah yes, yes, you got it, you guys. <laughs> Shannon and Brooklyn, you won. Congratulations. Thank you. Wow, you two are so fast. Brooklyn, you're really good at this game. I mean, right off to the bat, she's like, Taylor Swift. Yeah, I know. <laughs> good job. Well, you two. Uh, Every day. Oh. What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Um, Antihero. Antihero? How about we play that for you before the end of our show? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you got it. Should we play Done. it now? Load it up, Steph. We'll play it now. Yeah. Let's do it now. I mean, for Brooklyn, I mean, why not? Exactly. Let's do it. Anything for Brooklyn. <laughs> Heck yeah. And by the way, you're also all set, you two, with those VIP tickets for uh, and also the VIP gift bag to the Bridal Spectacular Wedding Show that's happening at the Expo at World Market Center. So here you go, Brooklyn. Here's your Taylor Swift. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. That one is for Brooklyn, who just went one heads up with uh, Brooklyn's mom, Shannon. That was just so cute. And that years was old. a song. It's <laughs> great. It is 836. Have you ever overheard someone trashing you, talking trash about you, saying something negative about you? They either didn't realize that you were there, they didn't realize you were within earshot. It happens to the best of people, and it happened to. 
Christopher Nolan. He is the guy, the director. He has, He's the guy behind movies like the Dark Knight trilogy, Dunkirk, Interstellar, Inception, Oppenheimer most recently. Mm-hmm. And he was writing uh, his Peloton. He was taking a class um with his Peloton instructor, Jen Sherman. Jen Sherman is one of those instructors who's very, like, in your face. Um, She curses a lot in her workouts. She's just, like, no nonsense. And I like her. She's got a different teaching style. And so he's taking this Peloton class with Jen Sherman, and all of a sudden, she starts trashing his movie Tenet. Just trashing it saying how bad it is she goes did anyone see this that's a couple of hours of my life i'll never get back because she was playing a song by travis scott uh the plan that was playing and that was in the movie tenant and so she he's literally taking her class and she starts trashing his movie she doesn't know he's part of the class no she, she, she doesn't like see him as kind of spoofing him because she knows he's, he's he's on the class oh gosh that, that is that hurts uh, hey, can you imagine you're there just sweating trying to get your workout for the day and then all of a sudden this woman comes on and starts talking about how terrible you are as a director and how your movie is bad. We got the audio. Here's what it sounded like. This song is from the soundtrack of a movie called Tenet. Anybody see this? Did anybody see this besides me? Because I need a manual. Someone's got to explain this. Yeah, I'm not kidding. What the f- is going on in that movie? <laughs> Did he pipe in? Can you pipe in in his class? No, I mean, you're in the class. You, you can't, can't, you can't comment oh, or anything gosh. like that. Oh, gosh. So he's, oh, gosh. he's like, wow. <laughs> I didn't feel bad enough. Has that ever happened to you where you overheard someone talking trash about you? And what what happened? Did you say anything? He couldn't say anything, but well, he's speaking out now. I can't wait to hear if Jen um, addresses this in her next class or if she says something on social media about it. But when did you hear someone talking bad about you? 702-364-9400. What did they say? Did you say anything? Um, has that ever happened to you? I'm sure I'm, I'm racking my brains. I'm sure it has, but I can't think of one off the top of my head of, of walking in. The worst thing is I hate... Um, like, I'll be somewhere, I'll say my goodbyes, like, hey, goodbye, see you guys later, have a good day, and leave and realize I forgot something and need to circle back in and, and get something. I always try to make a loud noise just so the people don't start talking about me. Like, if I'm leaving <laughs> for the day, hey, guys, I'll see you tomorrow, bye-bye-bye, whatever, room of people, and I realize I had to go back in, I'll make some kind of noise, <clears throat> just so they're not, like, <laughs> saying so something about... So they know, morning, I'm yeah, here. I'm coming back in, don't be talking about me after I left. I was uh, uh, working at, I had just started working at the TV station, and it happened to me i was the way we're seated there our desks they're in these cubicles and sometimes you can come in and sit down and no one knows that you're at your cubicle because they're the high yeah they're very high yeah and i was sitting at one of the cubicles and i was doing my work and uh, one of our you know and she i think we can laugh about it now but our boss she was back in a cubicle and she didn't know i was there and she says to another coworker, ah Mercedes didn't do her blah blah blahs on her scripts, and I was like, uh, and I put pick my head up. I go, uh, I'm right here, and she goes, oh, 
oh my god i'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) and i was just like it's fine but she was like I could tell she was on the verge of trashing me, but I stood up. Stop it. Yes. Stop it. And she was like, I was, and then afterwards she apologized again. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But oh, gosh. I'm just really quick. Let's talk to Ken. Ken, what happened to you? Oh, every time I'm in a mixed crowd, I'm half Mexican, so I speak Spanish fluently, but I don't look it. And I get comments all the time. Goofy this get this guy out of our way, all these things, and I just roll back in Spanish and blow him out of the water. Oh, I love that. I love when people do that. That's amazing. Kay, what happened to you? So I was a new manager of a retail store that was in trouble. I came in, and I was helping the truck guy deliver freight, and he looked at me and goes, hey, I hear that new manager's a real bee. How do you guys like her? <laughs> and you're, did you tell him that's me? No, I said, yeah, she's tough. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. JC, didn't you have someone say a comment on a answer, uh, on a voicemail about you? Like, they didn't oh hang up? Oh, my gosh, yes. I, was just, oh, I don't know yes. why just popped in my head that they talked trash about you on the voicemail. It was a publicist here in town. They're leaving me some kind of message. And um, I remember getting the message, and she thought she'd hung up the phone. And so made a comment to her, like, oh, you're leaving a message for JC? And she's like, ugh, and, like, just went on to trash me. What the heck? Did you ever say anything to her? (laughs) You should have. I totally forgot about that. Because they implied, like, she had some kind of, like, you know, oh, you're attracted to him or something for whatever reason. And then she's just like, oh, gosh, no. Like, she buried me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, joke's on her. You got her back. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't book that guest of hers either. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Best Mattress. So we've been talking a lot about the man in the Las Vegas courtroom who attacked the the judge as she was sentencing him. He is now telling corrections officers that he had a bad day. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, well, okay. Got it. Cool. It's uh, Diobro Redden. He's a three-time felon. He was in Clark County District Court Judge Mary Kay Holtis's co- courtroom for sentencing on a charge of attempted battery with substantial bodily harm. And as she was getting ready to sentence him to prison time, he lunged over the bench and attacked her. Um, he was about to. She was about to deny the probation request when this happened. Well, he wouldn't appear in court. Uh, uh, the next day, he um, he just wasn't having it. And he said that he is uh, a lot of people are describing him as big, strong and angry, which I think that was a pretty accurate yeah. description. But uh, the the judge is OK. She's a little sore. Uh, reports are saying uh, she she is a little sore, but she did not have to go to the uh, to the hospital, though. I had, I did hear as it was the marshal or the bailiff. One of the guys got in a bad way. Yeah, the, the he did. Bad head injury. And I think he was in the hospital and stuff, too. So, yeah, some people did get injured by that. But the whole thing is just I'm, I'm still blown away every time I've seen it. I've probably seen it a 100 times now. Yeah, I just uh, I can't believe that that happened. And maybe it just happened so quickly that people didn't realize it. But, yeah, he refused to show up for his initial appearance. 
uh, after the attack. He he's scheduled to return to court on January 9th. And um, the I I'm just glad the judge is okay. I hope the other person who was injured is okay. Um, it was just a weird situation. And then the one has the one attorney that just kind of stood there watching. Has he spoken out yet about anything? Or no, no. Um, and uh, we got some feedback. We were talking about that. Like why was his attorney just standing there? And people were like, well, he was in shock. Mm-hmm. And you know, but and and I'm not saying he wasn't in shock, but if you go back and watch, he's like looking over the bench watching and then he steps back and like he didn't really like look in shock, but I'm sure shock takes on different forms. Different like, forms why of didn't stuff, you yeah. at least yell at your client like stop doing this? I just I don't understand. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe because he felt there was enough guys on top of him yeah. taking control and that's their job and he didn't want to step into that arena because he's an attorney and knows how things work or something. Who knows? But yeah, why isn't he advising his client stay still? You know, to stop resisting, trying to help him out because now this guy is even in a worse way than he was walking into that court. Oh, absolutely. D- and does he stay on? the case are you still his attorney at that point <laughs> what's going on oh my gosh just the whole situation was so bizarre also this morning weight bias in the workplace it's it's well documented studies show that people that are obese are paid and promoted less on average than their trimmer colleagues and this new study came out it shows that overweight people are hired less promoted less and paid less. And then another study suggests that for every six pounds an average American woman gains, her hourly pay drops 2%. They're calling it the health halo, where we just assume people who appear physically fit are hardworking and goal-oriented types, and that these time management skills can translate to business it turns out discrimination based on weight is totally legal. The Americans with Disabilities Act prohibits discrimination based on physical impairments, but judges have been hesitant to rule that weight should be considered one of them. So it's legal then. Is it is that what you were saying? Here? Yeah. That just seems it just does, doesn't, yeah, seem, it doesn't right. seem right. It's oh, a, you're more fit. I'm going to pay you more. That doesn't seem right. That they, I mean, you can say, hey, they're biased. They're not going to say that. But mm. you can say, hey, I feel like I'm getting paid less because um, I weigh more than this person. And they're like, well, there's nothing we can do about yeah. it because that's, you know, that's that's not our issue. But does anyone feel that way? Or have you ever have you ever suspected that you did the same job as someone else? And maybe they were like really attractive and you suspected that you got paid less and then you found out that you did get paid less. I mean, that's happened to me before with with um, males in the same position as I was, mm-hmm. um, especially growing up in, in like my entry level jobs that I would have. You, they'd say, well, this is what we pay entry level. And literally the dude that started one week before me was making two dollars an hour more or whatever. I'm like. Why does he get paid more? And I, you know, I was so young, I didn't really stand up for myself. I just assumed that that's just that's the way how it, it is. is. But now that I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was like blatant in my face. I should have, I should have fought harder on that one and say something. I remember when I first started producing, I was talking to one of our other bosses in the building at the time, and he made a comment about what kind of the going rate was for producers starting out. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? It's that much? And then when it came time to get my contract, it was even less than half of that stuff. I'm like, wait, he said producers are making this much money. Why are you paying me this dollar Because now it's time for him to pay you. And exactly. We change our mind. Yes, yes, exactly. Wait a second. Now when you have to put pen to paper, <laughs> what, what changed here, boss? Exactly. All right. Finally, this morning, after 47 years, Elvis Presley will reenter the building. 
as a hologram. The hologram show Elvis Evolution is going to hit the London stage in November of 2024. And then it's relocating here also to Berlin and to Tokyo. The company that puts it on calls it a jaw-dropping concert experience. It's it's AI Elvis, basically. They say Heck it's yeah. going to be a bucket list item for Elvis fans and admirers around the world. Flesh and Blood Elvis, he played his last show on June 26th, 1977 at the Market Square Arena in Indianapolis. He died less than two months later at the age of 42. His uh, birthday is coming up next week. I think Elvis was born on January 8th, if I'm correct. And then have you ever seen clips of that last performance? No. He just, I mean, just his condition was not. You could tell. Oh, yeah. He was just, there was a lot going on. We watched the transition when he started at the Las Vegas Hilton and his physical shape to where his shows were at the end. Just the, the drugs and everything that was on. It just took its toll on the guy. It's sad, but I'm excited about this. I love Elvis. So I wonder with this AI Elvis, it's probably going to be him in his earlier years oh, at yeah. his prime performance. Or are they going to uh, say that it's it's kind of like a... Are they going to take us through the timeline of when things kind of turn? Yeah, the uh, the, the the slim and uh, trim Elvis to the the overweight Elvis. Yeah, I'd, wa- I'd want to kind of see all of it because I think all of it has its place in Elvis history. Yeah, but then th- is that how you want to end the show? Like, and the grand finale, oh, here's yeah, yeah. his last show. Yeah. And then you're like all sad about <laughs> it. I don't you know. Leave, they're all depressed. <laughs> We've got the Friday Rewind. It kicks off right after Dua Lipa. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. It is Mercedes in the morning, and it's time for the Friday Rewind Quiz. This is when we take it back. Tell us what you think the song is backwards. It's a true flash backwards, and what year are we going to? We're going back to 1996, and the reason I picked 1996 was we talked about it earlier, 1996 and 2024. It's a matching calendar year. Okay, got it. This song spent 13 weeks on the charts back in 1996, and it peaked at number eight. Let me load it up here. Let's play the song. Oh, by the way, just just for a point of reference, Mercedes, uh, in 2022, you went 36 and two on this game. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Fresh start. Brand new. Well, okay. In 2023, you went 35 and four. Oh dang. Okay. So I got to do better you this get, time. You pick it up this time. Okay. Here we go. Song played in reverse. I know, and I'm just giving you a chance to play so other people can hear it. It is by the Goo Goo Dolls. Yes. And it is, um, oh, what's that song called? (laughs) (laughs) On a tired radio name. Name. What's funny about that song is it kind of sounds the same forwards and backwards. It does. It's a trick that Google has. I was like singing it along to it, but I just couldn't come up with the name, ironically. (laughs) Yeah, go figure. It was uh, sitting at number 10 in the charts, and here it is. It's Google Dolls and Name on Mix 94.1, Mercedes the Morning.
Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix 94.1. All right, the Golden Globes are trending this morning. Award season kicks off this weekend with the 81st Golden Globe Awards. Barbie just dominates. Ten nods, making the movie the second most nominated in the history of the show. It's tied with Cabaret. Oppenheimer was right behind it with eight nominations. The Globes, they also honor the best of TV and HBO's Succession leads the pack with nine nominations, followed by The Bear and Only Murders in the Building with five apiece. Comedian Joe Coy is going to be hosting after just being asked to host last month with just over two weeks to air. He says it's been a crash course in hosting, but he is beyond excited. He says this wasn't this was not a fluke. Uh, He worked really hard for this moment. He knows that his family is watching. He knows that his culture is watching and that there are going to be a lot of kids inspired by this. You can catch the Golden Globes on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus Sunday at five o'clock. I'm excited about this one. Joe Coy, he's going to bring, I think, different energy to it. The fact that he's had two weeks to prepare for this is just nuts because most people have at least four months or so to prepare. Also, it's on CBS. It's normally on NBC. And then I was reading Nobu is catering the dinner, so they're going to have sushi at dinner as well. It's going to be amazing, and I really feel like Joe Coy is the best stand-up comedian I've ever seen in person. Like the, His show was so great. I never laughed so hard in my life. I've, I'm so excited of him being exposed to a new audience that may not be completely familiar with him. And I think this is just going to blow up. I think mm-hmm. this year is going to be Joe Coy's year. And uh, I'm just, it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. The guy is such a good guy. He's called the show uh, to promote gigs of his. He's called the show for our birthdays, for anniversary shows. Maybe we should call him to see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, he's probably preparing for this. I would hate to bother him. <laughs> Maybe give him some jokes before right, Give him some jokes. Step in as a writer. Here's, here's yeah, a Barbie right. joke for you. <laughs> also trending this morning is the sphere. So who should follow you two into the MSG sphere when their residency ends next month? Well, we know that Fish is going to be performing, but speculation is building. Casino.org just asked Americans who they want to see their next among some of the potential rumored artists, and Lady Gaga was the number one answer for Sphere residency hopes, which would be just like a homecoming to her, given that she's had some really successful runs here with her Vegas residencies. She was followed by Beyonce and Coldplay. And then when asked what pop streamed artist or band fans would want to see, like these are the, the pop artists that we stream the most. Taylor Swift came out number one on that one, followed by Lady Gaga and Bruno Mars. So you two was amazing. Just unreal. Uh, life-changing event seeing you two for me. So that you two, How did your life change after you saw them? I just had a whole new <laughs> mindset. <laughs> no, I've heard, I, I, I'm so jealous. I want to go see the show so bad. I've heard it's amazing. Like I weeped during the show. I, I was like tears were coming out of my face, but I'm also a huge U2 fan. But u is coming to an end. We got Fish. We have that environment show they have going on there. But they got to start booking some acts, right? I know. I mean, we gotta Let's put, get moving. Yeah, you got to start filling up that menu. <laughs> just can't just sit there. It looks awesome. No, exactly. I mean, it looks great from the outside, but let's make sure we fill it on the inside. Yeah, people need to work inside that place. <laughs> and then finally, this morning, Starbucks is trending. So they've made a huge move in the new year. They've gone fully BYOC. That's bring your own cup. The coffee giant's now letting people fill up their favorite, uh, fill up with their favorite beverage in their own reusable cup from home. Not only at the counter, but also in the drive-through line if you use the mobile app. Those who do so in the U.S. and Canada, you're going to get 10 cents 
off of your order while U.S. members of the Star Starbucks Rewards Program, you're going to also get 25 bonus stars if you bring your own cup. The chain says it's the first national coffee retailer in America to offer this option for mobile ordering and at the drive-thru, it had previously been allowed with the with their reusable cups in stores. Uh, but now, yeah, you can just bring your coffee cup and have them fill it up for you. Like you said earlier, that was at like 7-Eleven. So if that's the case, let's just go with a big old jug and get our coffee every morning. Yeah, like on free Slurpee Day, they let you bring in anything <laughs> that will hold Slurpee. And people bring in like things that they they put their plants in and, and wagons. Buckets. I'll <laughs> bring one of those. That's what's trending. Uh, three Doors Down by request from a Mer- Mercedes. Or Mercedes requested that song. Oh, hold on a second. Let me turn your mic on over there. You're in the studio. Definitely me requesting that by 100%. It's Mercedes Martinez, the wrestler, <laughs> that requested it, not the radio star. That is it for us on a Friday. Thanks so much for being here. If you missed anything from this week, you can always download our podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you download the Odyssey app. You can get everything you need right there. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. We are headed out. J-Love is coming up next, so stick around for him and everyone. We'll be back on Monday. Have a great weekend. Uh, hold on a second. We need one more song here. Oh. Um, let me... Um, I just went to the request line. Okay. Um, came in... Uh, one of the first ones came in an hour ago. Okay. How about Four Non Blondes? Okay. Uh, let me load it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm like totally lost here. Mercedes is <laughs> out of her studio. Steph, we load up four nine blondes. What's up? It's okay. in. Ready? There we go. All right. That's it. Have a good weekend. If you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning, catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns Monday morning on Mix 94.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.